0: Welcome back, everyone! Happy Sunday, baby. Um, thank you very much for tuning in for season two. All of the ten listeners that have made it over. Uh, I'm right now being stop, stop being stared at by my cats who do not like the new brand of cat food and are currently tearing up my furniture. But that is okay. Because today I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite topics. No, I know I do not bring this up in casual conversations and at parties as much as I really have to say about this topic. Um I do not intend to alienate everyone around me. Sometimes I do, but most times I don't. Um before we begin, um I would like to answer a question. I bought a book on Amazon, Amazon India, and it's called Burn After Writing. And basically the concept of this book is that um, there are multiple questions. It's like a guided interview about yourself. And you answer these questions very, very truthfully and then afterwards you burn the book. So uh, at the beginning there's like an oath which I would like to read from you if you want to purchase the book. It should be available Anywhere. (coughs) Oh, yeah. The truth. You cannot hide from the truth, but the truth as hell can hide from you. They say uh, the artist is one who uses lies to tell the truth. One thing is for sure. It's impossible to tell the whole truth, especially when you are writing about yourself. Blah, 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 blah. Um... You will be initiated in the cult of Bar. Uh, the values, the sacred values of the cult of Bar are as follows I will answer with relentless, painful, searching honesty all questions within. I will use the power of the magical random. My apologies for everyone wearing ever headphones. I will use the power of the magical random, have a flick through to select like the most relevant questions from my present state and I will have a walk through the corridors of my mind and open all the locked doors. If you can commit to these noble courageous values, then by all means, you're welcome to join the society of truth and self-knowledge, by copying the following statement in your own handwriting. I pledge my allegiance to the code of war. I really, I think I explained it in the beginning, but I really don't know what Oh yeah, burn after writing the title of the whole book. Anyways, so let's begin with one question and have a flick through. Do you guys want some ASMR? Ah. Oh my god, they use the term YOLO. Do you guys remember when Zac Afron had a tattoo uh, with the word YOLO on like, his hand? And I found it so cool. I think you can still see it in the movie, like, New Year's Day or something. And that was before YOLO became YOLO. So it was, like, cool and artistic. And I found it so inspiring that he had something like this tattooed on your hand. And then the teen started saying it. And then, yeah, I think he got a laser removed after that. <laughs> Poor guy. It's like if you had, like, named your, your, uh, your child Karen a few years ago, and now they're suffering the consequences. Unfortunately, you cannot laser erase a child. Well, you could, but it would be illegal. Uh, oh, one is my darkest secret. No, I don't think so. The song title is Best Describes My Life. Uh, can I say the best song ever by One Direction? Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. A um, hundred bad days by AJR. <laughs> it's actually it's actually a very uplifting song the main message is uh, 100 bad days makes a hundred good stories, and a hundred good stories makes me interesting at parties <laughs> oh yeah anyways back to the topic at hand i don't think i've ever mentioned i've yet to mention it how kanye completely fucked over taylor swift excuse me i wanted to talk about this for Kind of a while now, and I have not had the chance or the time. And by that I mean I had both the chance and the time, and I just didn't do it. Um, so if you guys don't know the whole story, let me uh, let me take you back uh, over a decade ago. Taylor Swift was at an award show, and she was being awarded um, one of her first uh, awards. I think it was a VMA. And she went up on stage, and Kanye West, if you guys hear a cat in the background, that's still them not liking their new food. There's nothing else in the house. I don't know what to tell you. And he went up on stage and said, like, I know, I know, like, I'm I'm sorry, and I'm going to let you finish, but Beyoncé had one of the best videos of all time. So basically, he went up on stage, and he was saying like, okay, it's all good, but my friend's video was so great. Basically and inadvertently ruining her moment. And saying like, hey, you, you don't deserve this award that has been given to you. Um, and he's known for his honesty and everything. And frankly, I was a, an early teenager in Germany and I've never had heard of Kanye West before. <laughs> I knew Taylor Swift, but I've never heard of Kanye West. I think rap music in general have went international, uh, especially like in non-English speaking countries way later, because, I mean, it's about the lyrics, so if you, I mean, I literally did not speak English <laughs> that well, then all of the meaning goes over your head, right? So, um, I mean, I knew Taylor Swift, and the first time I ever heard of Kanye West was when Uh, I saw the articles about how he interrupted her on stage. (laughs) I know that's not most people's journey, but that's how it was for me. Years, years later, they um, became friends again, so to speak. They mended their fence, uh, as it's said in uh, later Songs of Taylor Swift. And she um, presented him, actually, with an award once, and... She used that same line, like, sorry to all other artists, but he had one of the best albums or decades or something of all time. So she reused the line that he used to interrupt her years later to present him with an award and be, like, sweet to him, and she stood next to his wife, and uh, she, like, posted about how he sent her flowers, and it was this whole thing about their mended relationship and forgiving and everything years and years later. That was um, just very sweet in the media to see and to follow and um, later Kanye West years later I think uh, Kanye West released an album and in that album he had one song I think with Rihanna and one of his lines was um, I think me and Taylor might still have sex why I made that bitch famous Goddamn, I made that bitch famous and the song was called "Famous." He sang it in front of a stadium, in front of everyone, and she did not speak about that in the press. She just went up on stage as another watcher when she was presented with an award, and she said that if you, um, you know, that if people try to claim your success, just know that it's you and the people around you who you're owing the success to. And Kanye uh, later said in a few interviews that it was this line that really started his creative process for the album because he really thinks that this was the raw line, the raw truth that needed to be said, that everyone else was thinking, and he was just saying it. That he made her famous. That was the thing that needed to be said, the truth that, according to him, needed to be put out there, so that he... um, And that started his creative process, because that was just such a raw truth for him, that needed to be said. And um, she just, uh, in an interview then later, uh, didn't say anything about him, she never accused him of anything, but it was pretty obvious that the speech that she had given was about him. Now, years and years later, no, not actually years, months and months later, Kim Kardashian, the wife of Kanye West, released on Snapchat, she asked everyone to follow her on Snapchat, and then she released a video of Kanye asking Taylor for permission to use this line. Now, after this all happened, Kanye... Uh, was very happy about it. They posted like pictures with his friends. Everyone was turning against Taylor um, Everyone was posting snake emojis saying that she's fake on social media and that spiraled out of control She was not seen in public. She got, as we could say nowadays, cancelled And she was hiding from the public. She was physically not seen for over a year there was one time when she didn't want to be seen by the paparazzi, so she jumped in a suitcase, and she had her security carry her out in a suitcase, actually, just so that people don't take pictures of her. And she um, made her album Reputation, was is probably a lot darker than other uh, previous albums, um, from the aesthetic and everything. Uh, well, it starts dark, and then it turns about in a love album about her boyfriend. It's basically like, oh, this is a dark place, but I'm falling in love and everything's so great. That's the summary of the album. Um, and still to this day, a lot of people are like, oh my God, she went behind his back, she didn't say this. And in, even in that phone call, she said like, oh, it's going to be so cool. People are going to think like um, that you like said this line about me That we would have sex, and then I will just clear this up, and people will just assume that we have beef, but we actually don't. And they were like laughing about it on the phone call. Now, why do I think that they've messed her over? Because if you listen to this phone call, he gets her to agree to the line, Me and Taylor might still have sex. He does not. Let her read to the line, why I made that bitch famous. Now this line is wrong for two reasons. First of all, he's calling her a bitch. And she, uh, in the video from the album that I just talked, spoke about, Reputation, the album that she released afterwards. One, in the music video, she's been seen as saying, like, don't call me that and everything when somebody refers to her as a bitch. So that really hurt her. He said in an interview. Can you say it in an interview? What's that about? I even called my wife in a um, in one of my songs, "bitch." It's not that big of a word for me, but just because it's not that big of a word for you doesn't mean that it's not that big of a word for anyone else. And it is overall an insult towards women. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Just because I cannot just say something hurtful and say like, oh yeah, in my world it's not that big of a deal to say those things. If it's hurtful to someone else. It's not on you to decide how the other person should react to your insults. The other thing is obviously that it implies that she owes her career to him, to this specific moment. And obviously this moment got a lot of media attention, but it does... Really does not. She was in an award show at the time being awarded an award for her own work. It's like if there was like an Olympic gymnast and you went up on stage and like crashed a speech of his, and obviously that gets a lot of publicity, but you were not there with this Olympic gymnast in the gym while they were getting ready to win a gold medal or anything. And you were not there when she was writing a whole-ass album by herself at, like, 19. And the Speak Now album. And when she was signing contracts at, like, a teenage, during her teenage years with record labels, because that's what she wanted to do, Taylor Swift put country on the map for other people. For specifically the younger generation when it was before a genre that was more for older people. She switched genres against the consent of her label. She stayed relevant throughout eight studio albums now. I don't think the first thing that comes to people's minds when you think of Taylor Swift is necessarily Kanye West. At least not for me. And I think that he is probably surrounded by people who listen to the same genre of music that he listens to. So it's really hard to see, outside of your own social bubble, that obviously their fans are probably not the same group of people because they make very, very different art. So uh, it's really hard to see that you are putting her Probably on the map for your fans, but she's been on a map for a long long time before. It's just that she was not on your radar It's like now. That's what game has come out and American the American press is like how have you become famous now? How does it feel to be famous and they've been famous in their whole cr- home country for such a long time? It's like that she's been famous for her group and yes that might be like 12 year old German girls <laughs> for way, way longer time than uh, Kanye West was even aware of. And the second thing is just the thought that a woman owes you sex. Even if you had advanced her career by embarrassing her, it's not like he introduced her to any record label manager, or that he put her in a music video or on a song of his. It's he embarrassed her in front of a whole nation. And then turns it back on her and says, like, oh yeah, we might still have sex because of this. And there have been even lyrics leaked from previous version of that song where he says she she still owes me sex. I don't want to, I wouldn't post it past him, but I don't want to have any false claims for this. And then... The video that Cam, his wife, posted of the phone call was all snipped up. It was not one consecutive video. It's probably so that people did not notice the big chunk that was missing. She did not post a whole phone conversation. She only posted Taylor saying like, oh yeah, that's great. It's a little weird that you talk about us having sex. But yeah, go ahead. You can go ahead with it. It will be fun. People will be shocked and then we'll clear it up. That just the second part, he's not even mentioning. It's been, it was so manipulative and calculating. And months later, it was International Snakes Day, and his wife also posted about that, saying that, oh yeah, there's really a day for everyone, insinuating that, obviously, Taylor Swift is a snake. It was just too much, it was out of pocket, it was saving your own ass for doing something shitty, which honestly is kind of his whole vibe. <laughs> I mean, he is a controversial artist, just just go with the flow and admit to your mistakes and it was frankly such an entitlement for him. Okay, now that I've gotten this off of my chest, I've put this out on the universe, and I can stop talking about it um, during parties, and that's all I wanted to do. Okay, now back to a poem, because obviously in Season 2 of Happy Sunday Baby, we're not missing out on our poems, but first let's take a deep breath in. And a long breath out. admit you are wrong to admit you are wrong should not be a sign of weakness it is indeed a fortress of the strong to swallow your pride of you to swallow your pride of you does seem so noble and to a rare breed you surely belong just goes to show that you are not pig-headed one brave enough to apologize to admit you are wrong may seem rather humbling, but to a better self, it does give rise. To admit you're wrong always takes heaps of courage. To say I'm wrong should not be a loss of pride. To deny truth is more of a sign of weakness. Behind a false thought, one should never hide. To admit you're wrong is nothing to feel ashamed of. To apologize should show how brave you are. You are one not lacking in moral courage and moral courage in life. It can take you far. Francis Duggan. Thank you very much for tuning in and let's wait for the next.